Hi! Welcome back to Postmortem. This episode, in line with the fact that it's actually Halloween itself today. Ooh, spooky! We're doing our <laughs> Halloween special. Yeah, we got some spooky treats for you today. But first, how are you? What's been happening with your week? I'm good. Yeah, I've been... My week's been okay. What have I been up to? I've been enjoying the autumnal weather. Oh, of course you have. Well, the last couple of weekends when it was like sunny and cool, like I went yeah. up to... did a massive walk up to like Regent's Park where the Freeze Art Festival is still going on in the sculpture bit mm. of the park. And then up to Primrose Hill... Really oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah. And then there was this really old school sandwich shop actually in Marlebone that I tried. It was quite cool. We should go there at some point. Mm. Yeah, stuff like that. Then went to a friend's house for dinner yesterday. That was really fun. Mm. What about you? I mean, I think we all know what's coming, but <laughs> I've just been packing, basically. Fine, yeah. So I haven't actually done very much in the likes of anything really too social or anything. Yeah. But yeah, I've just been packing. I did actually a couple of weekends ago meet up with my friends and we went to this thing called Drum Sheds. But yeah. yeah how was that? It was good. It was an experience. Not <laughs> something that I have ever done before. Okay, yeah. It's very different to the kind of, well, different kind yeah. of music and different vibe to what I normally Or we to. usually go out yeah. to. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. It was interesting. Yeah, I think my highlight was the fact that I figured out that it was actually in an old Ikea. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that before, but we yeah. walked in and I was like, I swear this is an Ikea and all my friends made fun of me. <laughs> and then when we found out it was true, I got to obviously say that I was right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, I've just been yeah. packing really. I think maybe it's not like those sort of, I've, I've been to quite a lot of things like that. Like, yeah. It depends on what sort of music you're interested yeah. in. Yeah. Like the... It's not really like a nightclub experience, but I actually no. prefer it. I, I it's don't quite, really like nightclubs. It, it starts earlier and then you get into bed by like 11pm and it's fantastic. Yeah, these ones that they're, and that's yeah. the licensing, right, that they're yeah. doing them earlier. I mean, I'm not really talking about the timings as such. Well, I love kind the of timings. That was my favourite part. <laughs> the big like, it, like kind of massive spaces. Yeah, yeah. Like a warehouse-y type yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. I think they're just more fun than like pokey little clubs with yeah. like, kitsch decor and like yeah it was really it was cool yeah. like it was really cool yeah I'd definitely go again just for yeah. like the vibe of it I don't know yeah. it was very yeah, like we went to Orange Yard oh my gosh yeah that was ages ago <laughs> I know I think I mean the other thing is when when we went to Orange Yard I, do, I don't think I think by that point I was quite sober. Well, we were also, it was very spontaneous. Like yeah. Like we'd gone for a massive meal. Yeah, we'd, we'd eaten like a seven course dinner. <laughs> and then we decided to go. go to that club, yeah. It was fun anyway. I have some yeah. funny photos from that night actually. <laughs> so you've been busy with moving, mm -hmm. etc. Yeah. So what was your, let's start with worst. What was your worst thing this week? My worst and best are kind of the same. Okay. They are the same thing. Basically, I've moved out now yeah. today literally today yeah and it's like been the best but also the worst because obviously I was very excited to move out and have a shorter commute etc have my own space but um it's also just one of those things that actually kind of took me by surprise because the closer it got the less excited I was yeah and I you know I felt a bit sad 
about leaving the family home a little bit. There's a bit of guilt in there as well, the yeah. usual. But I just, yeah, I was. it took me by surprise and I was actually a bit, got a bit emotional and a bit upset about it. Mm. Um, but it's the start of a new chapter, I guess. So I am excited. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's actually been the best both the best and worst and also just like moving in general is just like such a headache yeah, yeah, yeah you know oh my god I my body is fully aching but have you left anything back like your bedroom at, in your parents house is that like as you could just go and stay there tomorrow or, yeah no? I've left like not a lot of stuff but I've left like a pair of tracky bottoms and yeah. a jumper and pajamas and mm. you know other bits and bobs there so yeah like mm. 100% could stay there if I wanted to yeah um but like ninety nine percent of the things I've I've taken, fine, fair enough. Yeah, it's it's hard. Obviously, you know, it's a big change, but it's exciting at the same time. Mm, exciting! I'm excited to have you over. Oh yes, yeah, you can come Once over. Got, like a bit more settled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I've got some, but yeah, yeah, waiting on the rest. But yeah, it will be um, exciting. Yeah. But I'm not staying there tonight. I'm staying here tonight. I'm staying at Naomi's <laughs> house tonight because I was too scared to stay in there on my own. <laughs> well, especially after what we've got coming in this episode. I know. That's also true. That's also a very good point. That's a good point for me to stay here because I don't think I would have been able to make the walk to the train station in the dark because it's also nighttime now. I know, yeah. I would have well, we, sc- we, got we, so, sca- actually, so we scared. Actually, we even record at night, but this also goes with our spooky vibes. I know. Nighttime recording. <laughs> Yes, what's your best and worst of the week? Uh, I'll, I'll start with my worst. My worst, and it's actually kind of annoyingly ongoing, I think, is that my phone has been messed oh, up. Oh, yeah. So it, it's doing this thing which, you know, I've figured out through the internet is called Ghost Touch, which again... Oh, my God! Halloween! <laughs> basically, Did you plan that? No, but it's basically when it's just moving of its own accord as if someone's touching oh, it right. and it, it's so bad that when it was really bad last week it actually phoned somebody in the middle of the night on its, on its own it was my emergency contact so are you fine. sure it's not actually a ghost well apparently it's because the screen's messed up so it just doesn't register the sure touch properly so basically what what it would do is like haunted. be like jumping all around opening oh, yes. different apps yeah, opening yeah, yeah. loads of things like typing nonsense yeah. And it's quite stressful, but then also it wasn't really responsive to my own typing. Mm. And it's just one, it's, it always happens, doesn't it? Whenever you're either changing phones or um, your phone breaks for whatever reason or it's out of battery that you realise, like, how absolutely lost you Oh, are yeah, I can't, I can't. It was just so annoying. So for, like, a couple of days this week and, like, at work as well, like, everybody, co- like, communicates through your phone, like oh, yeah, I'll see you later, or let's meet at this time, let's do this, whatever. Like, it was just absolutely awful. <laughs> and, like, even the fact... Because it wasn't unlocking sometimes, so even, like, paying for the tube... Oh, paying no. For the tube, it wasn't working properly. On Apple Pay. Yeah, like, one of my one of the times I got a bus, the bus driver just let me go on for free because I stood there, like, it's just not working, my phone screen's not working. Oh. And, like, you know, that... That's prep- a nice bus driver. Yeah, and then, like, my prep coffee thing. Yeah. That it wouldn't let me get the barcode up, oh, and then no. they just let me have it for free. And I was like, what the hell? I'm just like, it feels, seems like I'm scamming them, but I'm like, it's my phone. Maybe, guys, this is the way to get free shit. Just pretend your phone's not working. <laughs> and oh, that was the other thing. Like, the other day I went to that event, um, and I was trying to come back from the event, and... Oh, maps. 
Yeah, well, no, I was trying to find the event, and it was quite far in Bermondsey, and I don't know, like, Bermondsey's not a bad area, but it, it's not that familiar to me, Mm. and you know that it has lots of those, like, tunnels under the train train Mm, lines? Yeah, a bit scary. A bit scary. A bit scary. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just sort of, like, lost, because I couldn't... Also, I'm just turning, yeah. Side note, is it just me, or do you think that Bermondsey's really grey? It's really, like, dark there's a lot of dark brown yeah yeah i just feel like it's really like uh, like really aggressive you know (laughs) i don't know if i'd say like ominous a bit ominous i think the streets can be quite dark yeah dark brick around and like a lot of streets where like it's not clear if it's like residential houses it's just like off buildings yeah if it's not daylight hours it's like just empty creepy yeah, so then my phone wasn't working, my maps weren't working, and I was just wandering around these tunnels and stuff under the <laughs> under the trains, and I just thought, like, oh, God, like, I can't even find my way home from yeah. here. So, yes, that was the worst thing. I then, the only kind of positive bit on that is that I took it to the shop where I'd had it fixed before, and apparently I had it in a warranty, so they replaced it for free. That's good. But then the problem is it's now... It's still doing it, I think yeah. there's something fundamentally wrong with my phone. My phone is like three years old now. Yeah. And I think when you That's heavily... That's not old, though. I know, but when you heavily use your phone, which mm. I do, I think it might just be something internal, like not the screen, because it's, it's so much better. Since they replaced the screen, it's a million times... I can actually use mm. it. But I did notice today it's been jumping around a bit and it's making me anxious because I'm like, when is it going to Have you put it in rice? It's not water damage. Is it not? I thought it happened because you got it wet. I thought it was water damage, but it's not. It's just the screen was faulty. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, that was my worst of the week. And the best? And the best was today I went to see my, well, sort of our cousin, well, our second cousin Mm. and his wife and their kids, one of whom is my goddaughter. And we did pumpkin carving. Oh, that's really cute. Which we really never did cute. that shit as a kid. I don't think it was a thing. We were talking about this today. Mm. Like, I don't think pumpkin carving yeah, it was... Yeah, wasn't as big Halloween wasn't as big a thing. But it was so cute seeing how excited they were. They were like, they have different outfits. They're going to wear their own... Like, they can wear fancy dress to school. Oh. And she's going to be in this Halloween queen outfit. And her brother's going to be Iron Man. <laughs> he had this Iron Man suit on. It was very funny. And they're, like, all excited about the pumpkin carving and they're going to go trick-or-treating. Also something that I've never done. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it either. <laughs> We've done... I've done nothing Halloween-related, really. No. I think, I think, our, maybe, I think our parents thought it was, like, um, like witchcraft, like... Yes, worshipping the devil. devil. <laughs> yeah, because you're Christian, you can't do that. Devil worship. Yeah, Dad definitely gave me that as a reason when I was, yeah. like, moaning when I was, like, eight years old as to why I couldn't go... Um, trick-or-treating or get dressed up <laughs> yeah so it was deemed non i think the closest halloween type thing that i've ever done is dress up as a witch for world book day yeah i think for <laughs> school sometimes yeah i had like i did definitely had a witch hat and i yeah and i wore that <laughs> yeah so that was my best thing this week it was very fun seeing them so excited i, I actually genuinely enjoyed the pumpkin carving i thought it was quite fun and Aww. they came out quite well yeah they did they did yeah, look very good now with the candles in them Right, so this week is our, as our Halloween special, we're going to be doing some scary stories. So we've both spooky. done <laughs> spooky, spooky. We've both done some research into, and found a few scary stories, mm. and we're going to try and scare each other. Basically, I was really scared just researching from the scary <laughs> stories. 
I was going to turn off all the lights and get a torch no. and hold it under no. my head. Because that's what I used to always do when I told Rhea scary stories when she was little. I'd have this torch under my chin and, and be like, now it's time for a scary story. To be honest, we never even got to the scary stories because you were already scared. I was scared too scared. <laughs> I hate anything scary. I don't watch scary movies. I like... It's funny. I hate I used, it. I had a phase where I got really into scary films. When I was, no. about, when I was about 13... Me and my like closest friends, we would have sleepovers and we would just find the scariest films. So I have seen all those super scary films like The Ring, Exorcist, oh, no. Saw, all of that stuff. I absolutely love <laughs> like, ha- like all that horror, but I can't watch it now. No, I can't I'm watch too it. Scared. I literally get like I'll be looking out the window, like you know, yeah, I can't. I can't even think about it. And I remember I tried to watch one years later. I mean, that phase probably lasted like. That was my probably when I was like a rebellious teenager. I just wanted a thrill, basically. Mm. But like, yeah, thirteen till about like eighteen. I never had that phase, honestly. Yeah. I just can't stand I loved it. it. That was amazing. Just loved being scared and like forcing yourself to watch something that was scary. Mm. And I loved ghost stories. My cousins in India actually used to often tell me ghost stories. I can't remember them now, but they love telling ghost stories. So yeah, I guess we do have to give like a trigger warning for anyone. If you, if you, I mean, I don't know what the content of your stories are, but some of them are a bit gory. Like there are a bit like there is some violence here and there. So if you don't oh. like hearing about, if you don't like hearing about scary stories like that, maybe yeah. maybe this, this episode's not for you. Yeah, <laughs> parental guidance was it? Parental <laughs> guidance advised, uh, or listen at your own peril. So. Do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. I've got, well, I've got two proper, like, classic scary stories. And Mm. then I've got one which is more of a, like, true story. That's so weird. How did that happen Mm -hmm. to this person kind of thing? So I'm going to start with a classic campfire-style spooky story. It's a short Mm -hmm. one. Um, And I don't know, it depends whether these sort of things scare you. But, yeah, so you ready? Mm-hmm. I need your full attention for this. Yeah, I'm very easily scared, so. Okay, so it was Halloween. Of course. <laughs> and this couple with children, they were like, we just want to go out on a date night. We just want to enjoy ourselves. We've got these two young kids, mm-hmm. never get a chance. And the kids were too young to be trick-or-treating or anything like that. Right. So a babysitter was hired and she came to the house and to look after these two kids. Um, and before the parents went out for their date, they asked the babysitter um, to watch TV in their bedroom so that, like, they'd be near... She'd be near... If she's going to just chill, because the kids had gone to sleep, they were mm, like, can you watch right, TV yeah, upstairs yeah. rather than in the living room? Yeah, because this might be too far away if anything yes. happens, yeah. And, and they've been having some nightmares and mm-hmm. things. And they're a bit worried about the kids being mm. scared. So they're like, just, if you're chilling, watch TV... In, in our bedroom upstairs. Mm. So she puts the kids to the bed, to bed, and then she goes into the parents' bedroom and she's like, starts to watch TV, but she's feeling really uncomfortable because in the corner of their oh, bedroom, God. there's a large life-sized clown statue. I mean, she's oh never gosh. worked with this couple before, so she doesn't really know their taste and she just thinks it's something they're into. That is weird. Something weird. So anyway, the statue's there and she's like, Trying to ignore it, trying to watch TV, but it's just too creepy. Anyway, around 10 p.m., so this is this. She came over to the house at like seven, put the kids to bed. She's been watching TV for about two hours in that bedroom since eight. 
And then at 10, the dad calls to just check in. They're, they're enjoying their night, but he just yeah. calls to check in. So he calls and he's like, are you, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I was just wondering though, like, can I just watch TV downstairs instead? Because I think they're fully asleep now. And he's like, yeah, that's fine, but is there something wrong? And she goes, oh my well, God. Um, everything's fine. It's just this clown statue is just creeping me out a bit too much. He's like, we don't have a clown statue. He pauses <gasps> and says, get the children and leave the house immediately. We don't have a clown statue. <laughs> like why did you just ruin it and scream it out because there was like a method to try and yeah um cope with the scare with the scare okay well i think that's a pretty pretty solid scare for you there i was really envisioning it yeah that's the key to telling a good scary story by the way lots Mm. of like embellishment oh is that what you did yeah the story didn't have half things i didn't think (laughs) it was halloween it wasn't any of that (laughs) I was going to say, who goes on a date night on Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, my grandparents actually got married on Halloween. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Mm, yeah. That's crazy. But obviously in India, they don't really celebrate any of that stuff. So, And obviously, a million years ago, whenever they got married, it was not a thing, really. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's your... So out of 10, what's your scare ranking for that first story? Okay, that was like a good starter, like yeah. solid entry. Yeah. I would give that... A six. Six. Okay, yeah, yeah, a fair. solid, like, a good six. Okay. Because I kind of, like, knew what was yeah, coming. Yeah, these, these campfire ones. I've got another campfire one, but they're kind of, you've, you've heard them before. That's a good idea, actually. Scare rating. Yeah, I'll do that online. Yeah. Well, well I'm going to give you a rating. All, all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so my story, mm-hmm. it's like, I can't quite figure out if it's actually a myth or true, but there's mm. a video I want you to watch. <laughs> And I feel like this might creep you out. Because I get creeped out just looking at the video. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to like adjust things slightly here because like you're using a visual aid to help with the scare. Okay, but... fine. Okay, fine. But yeah, anyway, fine. Go on. Anyway, so there is this mystery of the Serbian dancing lady. Have you heard of it? I think I might have heard of it, but I don't know. So, on September the 26th, 1998, this is when the mystery kind of Mm. came to light. So, essentially, there's a lot of different details about exactly what happened that night and lots of different accounts. Mm. But, according to one person, this little boy, he was walking with his mum when they saw, like, a figure in the distance Mm. but the figure looked really odd it was like moving really weirdly it was almost like dancing like really odd like really weird creepy dancing and this was nighttime so Mm. all they've got is like street lighting around them yeah she was off in the distance Mm. and as the boy and his mother started approaching her because they were walking in the same direction Mm. the lady turned around and noticed them and immediately charged towards them oh god right Mm. and then the kid also claimed that the woman shouted that his mother's life was needed Mm. for an ancient ritual to resurrect the king of serbia um he said that the figure's movement did not seem like that of a human but was so entrancing as if moving every muscle in her body so i'm really poor at telling spooky stories but i do think this video is gonna like 
creep you out. Okay. And for anyone else that wants to like look it up, you can basically just type in Serbian dancing lady. Okay. So lots of so now it's kind of blown up a little bit like mm. online mm. because people have like recorded this, this woman this supposed woman yeah so this is why i don't know if it's like a real thing or not like yeah, are people faking yeah. it like and it's who, in serbia is it it's in serbia apparently or it start okay. at least started off in serbia but mm. i i reckon other people have like maybe copied it mm. but who knows like could be real but it's really trippy i'm going to show you the video first and mm. then i'll sh i'll tell you like the the origin story i guess yeah. okay. um so let me just find the video give me a second oh my god what is she doing does she do the running thing no not in the video what's that shadow all across the road i know isn't it i can't even look at it it feels like it has to be fake. It's probably fake, but it's really creepy, isn't it? Yeah. It's it so creepy. creepy just watching the video. Oh. Yeah, so type in Serbian dancing lady on like TikTok or Instagram or whatever, you will find the video. It's so funny though, because that's like just the context of the video being like looks like it's dark and it's black and white and she's on her own mm. and the music. But actually if it was like daylight and a woman was and there was like just behind the tree. Yeah, like but a it, bunch is, of other... it is odd though. Like, why is she doing that? So apparently, yeah. So some people believe that she's like possessed by the devil or something. They're saying it could be a myth, but they can. It's arise from arisen from lots of different reasons. Yeah. So apparently, the legend sa says that it tells the story of a woman who fell in love with a man from a different village, mm. but her family disapproved of the match of them being together. Mm-hmm. Um, so after she died, her spirit um, apparently was said to roam the countryside at night um, where she would dance and sing mournfully. Um, mm. And it's believed that if someone sees her dancing shadow, they will soon die or suffer misfortune. And then basically that legend or like myth has been passed down through generations. Mm. And lots of people have interpreted it in lots of different ways. I don't think... Because people were saying like, oh yeah, like if she... You're supposed to, like, not interact. If you see this dancing lady, like, you're not supposed to interact because if she does see you or mm. notice you, she'll charge towards you with a knife. Oh, but I don't... From what I saw, I'm not 100% sure, but from what I saw, there have been, like, no Reportings of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's been, like, no deaths or, like, mm. you know, mm. as far as I'm concerned. So I, I don't know. Mm. Could creepy. Be true. Could be Could be Very fake. creepy. Mm -hmm. uh, I think... My telling of the story was poor, but the video hopefully made up for it. Yeah, so the video was creepy. The story, though, is not, not like super creepy, yeah. creepy. So, yeah, probably just like a... What, maybe it would have probably been a five, but then the video adds a point. But we did say to not count the video. Okay. We'll count okay. it. We'll give it a six as well. Fine. Fine. But from how personally scared I was from the story, like a four. No, yeah. yeah. My storytelling is not very good. <laughs> okay. Well, my next one's not... A scary one. I'll come back. My last one's going to be another one of those like campfire style mm -hmm. scary stories. But this one was more just like, and I think there's a lot of things that people talk about that happen like this. It's a true story from Reddit. Like, what's the scariest true story someone's mm -hmm. ever told you? My grandmother's entire life, she had a recurring nightmare. In this nightmare, she would be walking down a long, dark hallway, turn to the left, open a door, and see something terrible. She'd always wake up before seeing what it was. 
She used to tell us all about this dream all the time. In her 40s, she, her husband, my dad, and my aunt were on vacation. They booked at the hotel at last minute, so they ended up having to get two rooms and twin beds on opposite sides of the floor. My dad wakes up around 3am and can automatically tell something's not right. He calls out in the darkness, Dad, no response. He turns on the bedside light. Dad, he says a little louder this time, still no response. Getting worried, he slides out of bed and shakes his father. He doesn't wake up. My dad ran down the hotel hallway to my grandma's room and started banging on the door. My grandma worriedly opens the door and my dad shouts, something's wrong with dad. He leads her down the hallway, a long hallway, to the last door on the left. My grandmother reaches the door, turns left and sees her husband dead in bed. Heart attack. And she never had the dream again. Oh my God. Isn't that so... I've never... Have you ever had a recurring nightmare? That's an interesting question. I've had, like... I definitely... I think we talked about it before. Like, I sometimes get that dream about my teeth falling, falling out, out. When yeah. I'm really... Like, that was, like... It's been a long time, but maybe before an exam or something. Yeah. And then, in terms of recurring themes... Not... I, uh, not my whole life. I think sometimes when there's something I'm specifically worried or anxious about, mm. I might have a lot of dreams about that event or thing yeah. going wrong. But, like... But not like this no i've never yeah i've never imagine that she's basically like knew what was gonna foreshadow happen. Yeah. yeah i know that's so sad I know. but you do hear you do hear these sort of unexplained it's also like the thought like she's basically had to go through that like so many times mm. and imagine if she was walking down that hallway she's like this is like my dream oh my god oh my god yeah you know yeah it's so, like, but then it's crazy that she never had the dream after it happened. Guess because it came true. Mm. Have you ever had a dream that's come true? Like, dreamt about something yeah, and then it's, I'm like... Yeah, I'm thinking that. Um, well, I don't know about that, but I get deja vu quite mm, a lot. I get deja vu, yeah. Really specific deja Random vu. Random yeah, as well, yeah. Like... Like, it would be like this. I could get deja vu of us having a conversation mm. about a horror story sitting on my sofa. And then I'll remember the most specific thing, like, you went to fill up your, like, you went to fill up your water. But then something weird will happen that's not part mm. of what's happening. But I'll, like, the deja vu can be really specific. specific. I've had that before. And I'm just like, we've definite. But do you know how you feel when you feel deja vu is like, it's almost, it's so realistic. It's so specific that you don't even feel like, oh, I thought I've been in this situation before. It's in my head, because it's so specific, it's almost like, oh, that random deja vu thing I had makes sense now because, like, you know when... This you, is it, yeah. This is it. And, like, because, you know, when you have that feeling, you remember the conversation. Like, imagine we have... I had deja vu about us on the, this sofa. It would have been pre-us doing this podcast. Mm. So maybe I'll like the way it'll come back to me. I'll be like, now it makes sense why we were wearing microphones, and mm, do you know what I mean? Like I'll yeah. see it and I'll be like, oh, that's so cre- deja vu is so weird. It is so weird. Like I don't get it. Yeah, neither. This goes back to like our episode on conspiracy theories and you saying about simulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theory. I know. Are we all just living in this weird? Maybe we are. Thing? Okay, it's time. Okay, this what what's the rating for this one? I'd say oh, this. I'd say another six. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, because mm. it wasn't like scary. It was more sad. I felt sad for her. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. I thought the first story was scarier than this one. Yeah, 
Because it's a clown. Yeah. Nobody Maybe likes clowns. Maybe need to clowns. revise that. Maybe I'll give that a seven and then this will be a six. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> right. Yes. So, next story. Mm-hmm. So, this is another one. Again, not 100% sure if this is true or not. Mm. So, it could very well be. Um, essentially, there was an experiment that occurred in 1947 at a covert Soviet test facility. Mm-hmm. In a military-sanctioned scientific experiment, mm. five prisoners that were deemed enemies of the state were kept in a sealed gas chamber with an experimental gas-based stimulant which was continuously administered to keep the subject subjects awake mm. for 30 days. So they're sealed in this chamber for 30 days and basically being drugged um, with a stimulant to keep them awake. They were promised that they would be set free from the prison if they completed the experiment in the 30 days. The subjects behaved as usual during the initial five days, talking to each other, whispering to the researchers through the one-way glass. Mm. Though it was noted that as the days went on, their discussions gradually became a little bit darker in subject matter. Mm. After nine days, one of the subjects began screaming uncontrollably for hours and hours, while the others did not react at all to the outburst. Mm -hmm. The man had screamed for so long that he tore his vocal cords and then was rendered mute as a result. Oh my God. When the second one started screaming, Mm. the others prevented the researchers from looking inside the glass um, chamber by pasting torn book pages and their own feces over the porthole windows. Oh, God. And then a few days passed without the researchers being able to look inside. Um, During the few days where the researchers couldn't look inside, the gas chamber remained completely silent. Mm. the researchers used an intercom to test if they were still alive and got a short response from from a subject expressing compliance on the 15th day the researchers decided to turn off the gas and reopen the chamber Mm. the subjects did not want the gas to turn off fearing that they would fall asleep upon looking inside they discovered that the four surviving subjects had performed lethal and severe mutilation and disembowelment on themselves during the past days, including tearing off sections of skin and muscles, removing multiple abdominal intestinal organs and practising cannibalism. Were they not given food in this chamber? I don't know. I don't know. That's really weird. Mm Mm-hmm. As well as cannibalism of the second subject and allowing 10 centimetres of blood and water to accumulate on the floor by jamming paper and pieces of flesh they tore from the second subject into several drains, who was found dead on the floor as the chamber was opened. The subjects violently refused to leave the chamber and begged the scientists to continue administering the stimulant murdering one of the soldiers and severely injuring another that attempted to remove them. After eventually being removed from the chamber, all subjects were shown to exhibit extreme strength, unprecedented resistance to anaesthetics and sedatives, and the ability to remain alive despite lethal injuries, 
and a desperate desire to stay awake and be given the stimulant. It was also found that if any one of the subjects fell asleep, they would die. What? (laughs) This feels like it can't be real. After after being somewhat treated for their severe injuries, the surviving three subjects were prepared to return to the gas chamber with the stimulant by the orders of the military officials, though Mm. against the will of the researchers. Mm. With... EEG monitors showing short recurring moments of brain death. Before the chamber was sealed, one of the subjects fell asleep and died, and the only subject that could speak screamed to be immediately sealed in the chamber. What was the stimulant? I don't know. It's a weird I mean, drug. It's like it's it, very it goes on a little bit more, but mm. yeah, it's just. But. To go along with my story, I've got another visual aid. Oh God, here we go. So um, this is apparently a podcast. Clearly, no, definitely <laughs> not. And I wouldn't suggest putting this on our little Instagram either, because oh God, like all of the pictures are blurred out. They're literally where are if you, you type this? if you I don't know I just found online if you type <laughs> Russian sleep sleep experiment, literally loads of the pictures have been blurred, but. This is what they look like. Oh, <laughs> that's not real. I know it's not real. Of course it's not real. I mean, I don't know. It's quite interesting, I thought, because I reckon, like, lack of sleep could do, like, weird things to you. I just want to know if this is actually real. Yeah, I, I agree. I think... I don't I, think I, it's like, real. The whole thing where they're, like... The whole thing, it felt believable. No, so basically, I believed it with the bit about their conversations becoming darker because like if you mm. not slept I could imagine it'll affect like their mental mental yeah crazy and they'll start being really dark and like basically suicidal but I don't think I could function without a day's sleep I mean I you can I know but I just it's pretty bad though like you want to sleep so much if I've, I've definitely missed a night's sleep here and there and or maybe even two nights almost but then I've like absolutely crushed out yeah yeah, it's definitely, it's probably fake, but I can see it potentially happening, like, you know, people always, like, joke about, like, all these, like, weird experiments that they've done on people in the mm. past, and it could be true. Oh, yeah, I mean, historically, there's been so mm. much unethical, scary experimentation that has been done on people that is mm. basically, like, a horror story. I saw another it? one on Reddit that was a bit like that. Yeah, I think that, that I mean, if it's a, if it was, if it's a real story... It's probably like a seven, scary wise, but mm-hmm. it's just a bit unbelievable. The bit where they like beg to go back in. Okay. Yeah. Well, they were given a drug. Okay. Okay. So I'm back to my traditional campfire vibes story. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Ria? A girl and her boyfriend are driving at night down an isolated country road. Oh God. It's very dark. And eventually, they lose where they are, and they find themselves driving through a densely wooded area that neither of them recognises. There's no real streetlights, they've got their headlights only. Suddenly, at this point, it's like forest, and it's really dark. You know those roads where, like, Mm. you can only see beyond a few metres, but it's just trees? Mm. The car starts sort of sputtering and making noises, and the boyfriend looks at the gauge and realises that they're out of petrol. What an idiot. (laughs) Exactly. No matter how many times he starts to turn the key, the engine just won't start. Oh, God. I'd hate to be stuck. I know. 
The girlfriend was panicking because it's after midnight. They were stuck in the middle of nowhere and they had nowhere to get, no way to get home. So the boyfriend gets out of the car and looks around. They're in this secluded area and all he can see for miles is trees. So he's like, well, what are we going to do? We're stuck in the middle of nowhere. There's no houses nearby and they were completely alone. Not a single sound around them. So she was really scared and she just kept being like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And he then says, well, look, I'm going to have to walk back to the main road and get some help, either get some petrol or get someone to come and help us. He could see that she was terrified. So he was like, don't worry, just stay in the car and I'll come back as soon as I can. Before leaving, he said, look, stay in the car, roll up all of the windows and lock the doors and then he just left on foot. So she watches as her boyfriend got further and further away as far as she could see him before finally disappearing into the darkness. Hours passed and the girl was just sat there shivering in the car waiting. She kept getting scared anytime she saw a shadow or any sound that she heard. She, f- she started to feel like maybe he's never coming back. And suddenly she hears this tapping noise on the roof of the car. I can't. And it's just sort of tap, tap, and a bit of a scratching as well. Oh, and my she God. she starts to panic. But she's way too scared to get out of the car and see Please what's going on. Please just tell me it was a badger or something. She kept trying to peek out the window to look at the top, but it was just too dark to see anything. The tap, Yes, the tapping noise went on for a while, and then suddenly she started to hear some scratching as well. And she's thinking, what is this? But she's definitely so, so scared. And she's like, I'm, I'm, I don't think there's anything I can do. And I'm just going to stay inside the car all night. I don't think I can, I don't think I can go out. And she's sitting there and she's listening to these sounds. Eventually the sounds sort of die down and stop. And it's been hours now. And finally she sees headlights coming through the trees. She hears a voice shouting, this is the police. Is there anyone in the car? She sighed with relief and she's like, oh, it's just me. My boyfriend left me here and he hasn't come back yet. The policeman calmed her down and said, listen to me very carefully. I want you to open the door, get out of the car and walk towards me. But whatever you do, don't look behind you. Oh, my God. The girl listened to the policeman and began walking slowly towards him. But suddenly she stopped dead in her tracks. The policeman again shouted, don't look behind you. But she just couldn't help herself. It was too late. She turned around and began screaming. She saw her boyfriend's dead body hanging from a tree branch above the car. His head had been chopped off and blood was dripping down his neck onto the roof of the car. And his fingernails scratched the roof of the car as his body swayed in the breeze. That's it. That's a classic that is a classic. Yeah. I've heard like variations of, of like yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, but that still freaked me out. Like there's definitely one I can't remember it, but there's something where like they stop to get petrol and then there's like somebody in the car with them or something. No. Oh. I've heard one where it's like the drip 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 story. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that with one. the dog. Yeah. Have you heard the dog and the dog licking the hand? Yeah. And then it turned out it was a person, right? Yeah, I mean, I can quickly tell it. Basically, somebody's home alone, and they're scared, and they've they've got their dog, and they go to bed, and they're just they're just scared to be alone at home. Their parents have gone out, but the dog's with them, so they're like, okay, it's fine. I'll just keep the dog with me, and I'll go to bed. 
They go to bed and lie down and the dog's sleeping next to the bed on the floor. So every time they feel a bit scared, they just reach down and they feel the dog and the dog licks their hand and they're like, oh, okay, my dog's here. Yeah, feels calm. Yeah. They wake up in the night because they can hear a dripping and then the whole story's like, drip, 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 drip. (laughs) (laughs) And then... They wake up because they hear dripping and they're like, where's the dripping? But they're like, oh God, I'm a bit creeped out by this dripping. But they put the hand down, they feel the dog lick the hand and they're like, okay, I'm fine. But the dripping carries on. So eventually they get out of bed, go to the bathroom where they can hear the dripping noise, open the bathroom door and the dog has been skinned and is dead in the bath and it's hanging on the shower thing and the dripping is the the blood blood dripping down from the dog. So obviously they're freaked out, but then the question is... Who was licking the hand? That is a classic... <laughs> that's a classic scary story. I think I've t- I remember telling You've you You've definitely told yeah. me that when I was younger, and that freaked me out. <laughs> but you're very good at storytelling. I'm awful. <laughs> well, consider me thoroughly spooked, Tria. <laughs> These stories were awful, but I'm not going to lie. I can hear some little tappy, scrapey noises in the background, and it's kind of it's tripping rain me out. hitting a little metal pipe outside my flat. I know, but it's creepy. Yeah, we hope we, we didn't scare you guys too much. I know. Hopefully happy we Halloween, you, everyone. Happy Halloween. Hopefully, hopefully, we've given you something a scary story to tell your friends. Yeah, as you celebrate Halloween. There's no you be the judge this week because it's the Halloween special episode and we've spent the whole time just reading out the stories. <laughs> <laughs> and we're tired and it's late. Yeah. But um, but we will be back with that next episode. Yes. We are doing a very exciting climate change challenge, mm. which we'll tell you all about next episode. And we'll be talking about how well we did with our climate change challenges. I like how you phrased that, how well we did, because I'm not sure that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and and that's because it's Climate Change Action Week or something coming up. I mm-hmm. think. Otherwise, yeah. Hope you enjoyed listening. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram and like and share us with your friends. Bye. Bye.